and Tupper in this conversation about skiff talk. Honestly, I'm tired of it because I'm on the side of like there's there was a, a, a word a term used there. Tupacabra was like mutually exclusive, and that was a very good terminology because I mean in within the government there's like so many mutually exclusive fucking uh, motives, and they 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 totally fuck with each other to a point that sometimes it looks like a conspiracy when it's just pure political egotism to a degree. Very true. Very true. I mean, you, you know, there's only so much we can talk about the unknowns, right? Like it's paperwork. Who knows why they're, they were disappointed or what the, what the plan is. It just sucks to be continuously led to the wrong questions and to receive still no answers. I did. I retweeted the space like I promised, and I get a reply starting OnlyFans. I just started one after that. You started OnlyFans? So check out my only. Just check it out. I could use the money. <laughs> I just do my toes though, so it's 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 not gross. I've created a series of uh, prison photographs of Tupacabra, specifically for Nora, and I'll be releasing those on OnlyFans uh, pretty soon. <laughs> Tupa in the pen. Remember Ernest does prison or Ernest does jail when we were kids? Yes. <laughs> Tupa yes. does jail. That would be great. Uh, because Ernest did Halloween and all kinds of fun shit, dude. Ernest saves Halloween is incredible. That's the best one, actually, because that troll should not have been shown to us as kids. That thing was terrifying. Dude, but, you uh, had to, like artichokes and shit, dude. Fuck that. Experiencer, what's up, man? <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? So I tried to get up uh, on stage. They wouldn't let me up just to get some clarity, uh, sanity check or data check here. So today was the skiff with the DOD IG. This was not the Intel IG. This was Robert Storch, right? They're supposed to have another skiff with the Intel IG, which is Robert Monaghan, I guess, Monaghan, whatever. That guy can't deny about having the facts because he's the one that really has all the data that David Grush submitted for his, his whistleblower claim. So if they deny Congress information after that, then it's really up because he's the dude who really has all the data. I mean, Grush said he submitted everything, locations, witness testimony, all that shit to the Intel IG, not the DOD IG. So my question is, do we have another skip scheduled for that guy? Dude, yeah, they could have used you stepping up in the space for sure. <laughs> for sure. Those are good names to mention. And I didn't know that. Thanks, man. I don't know about the second skip either. I My only thing, when I hear all of this, man, it's tough because, like, I don't, I'm not an aficionado. It's just, like, my, my sort of, like, hobby obsession is, like, the politics. But anyway, like... Historically, like you, let's say I ran a Contra, right? My wh where my thought process is going here. If you look at the history of Iran Contra, you look at William Casey, the director of CIA, then like what you just said, like to me, it's like these individuals could honestly, even if they're quote unquote forced with all these fucking banter, these the lip service does, I'm pretty sure they could still fucking stonewall you. And 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 minus what anybody says on a mic, like when it gets in those rooms. They still can get stonewalled and, and how hard they get stonewalled is how hard that 
whoever's the keepers decide like we'll fucking die with this unless you take us to the Senate or the Supreme Court. And even at that point, these individuals like I mean, if you look at even like I said, Iran-Contra or, or the JFK scenarios, which are not anywhere near as paramount as this subject matter. Maybe with JFK, something really weird. But anyway, but the, just in the real context, they fucking got stonewalled. Everybody got stonewalled. And so, like, I think even with all this vernacular and this lip service and the mics, like, they're not expressing, either they're not expressing to people that, like, hey, my name's Bob and I'm going to meet this guy, but I'm still probably going to get fucking dicked around. And they should honestly be open about that. Or they're, they're really ignorant of how powerful the people above them are. Um, yeah, I mean, Luna said it in her little clip. Um, she's the, part of the oversight committee. And she's like, if we don't have access to these programs, then what, what is the point of what we're doing? Like that right there is telling in itself. And it seems to me there are people in Congress who are read in and have the clearance, but they're hiding. Like nobody's dropped the name of people that would have access to this information or already part of these, you know, uh, oversights for part of these programs. There are people in there that are really throwing a hood over their head and trying to stay out the mix because they don't want to get called out. That's how I feel. Not good feelings. Estimate, what's up, dude? Hey, um, so sorry, it's gonna be a little long winded just because like I need a little bit of clarification and I feel like you guys might know. Um, first of all, this all feels very circular. I mean, like you said, like going to Robert Storch, uh, of you know, the uh, the DOD inspector general, like the whole point of going to the, the uh, ICIG in the first place was to provide uh, the names of, you know, the whistleblowers, the locations, etc. And that they're part of the National Security Council, Jake Sullivan, who gets briefed. But anytime somebody asks the White House, which where the NSC, you know, is kind of like housing, the White House defers to the DOD, right? Uh, and the DOD basically says, fuck you, there's nothing here. So the whole idea of going to someone like Robert Storch to begin with in a, in a skiff uh, seems kind of just extremely circular and, and what I think we're trying to circumnavigate to begin with. Um, now, my question is then, and who is, who is running this campaign? And I'm not talking about on the DOD side. Who's running this campaign with Grush and everybody? Because it does seem very coordinated, right? Like, who tells Grush that he can go on the Jesse Michaels show uh, he can give this interview um, what he can say and cannot say because a lot of what he has is second and third hand accounts. So I'm wondering, like, who who is the guy or the person or the, the group of people, the old guard, the mid guard, whatever you want to call it, that's behind this current push to try to wrestle some sort of transparency from the DOD? I'll, I'll go to the hands in a second. I, I only know my the only inclination I have in that question was um on the rogan episode corbell was stating how grush has like a, a clearance lawyer i don't know i'm being loose on that term but go ahead to i think it's you and then old vet uh it's a great question estimate i think it's a fat it's a it's, it's a fantastic question like i for one can clearly see an organization they met in the same room before the hearing you know what i mean like they talk about what they're going to do openly 
It's the invisible college. It's the, it, look at the people involved with this stuff, how long they've been friends and the article writers. And then now we have like some amount of money going into News Nation. And it's just, a, you know, all of this is part of the same program. And I think it's obvious who they are. I don't want to start naming names. It's just like, look at who they're, they're all together. They're always doing No, the please thing. do, because I'm, I'm completely like fucking in the dark here. Okay, so you have uh, clearly everyone involved with um, To the Stars, right? So you got Tom DeLonge at, at, a, at a PR level, just the face, media, personality. But then you, you go a little deeper, right? And you have who was involved with, with that group. Well, you got put off, semi van, Elizondo, Mellon, Nolan, you know, ex, you know, tertiarily or whatever. And then you have, you know, Les, Leslie Keene, you have Corbell, like George Knapp. Look at everyone involved, like with, with News Nation right now. And, and the people, like, basically, Corbell's calling the shots or calling the plays. But like, aren't these just media people, though? Like, you think that they're the ones handling people some like of Rush? These like, people, I, I find some that hard of these to people believe. are media people, right? But. The Grush going like the question was like who's authorizing Grush to go on these podcasts and this kind of media push? You, like you said, these are media people. I think the media is acting as an arm of the whole overall disclosure process because that's what I would do. I mean, wouldn't we all do that? Like we have, there obviously has to be a media arm to your, you know, your effort to oust a government situation, and then you, you know, you're going to play your advantages at certain points. I think that's kind of what we're seeing. And I'm not saying that it's bad, but it definitely isn't upfront about it. And that's kind of not that great. Uh, well, they, they got to hide the hand though, too. But I think you said the name already. It's Christopher Mellon. He's the only one that ranked the highest amongst that whole group up there. Not even New Elizondo was above Christopher Mellon. Mellon is the one that's kind of driving this, I think. And then along with his counsel, the ex-inspector general of intelligence, it's McCullough, his lawyer. So you got the lawyer and Mellon kind of guiding Grush on what he can and can't do, I think. That's a phenomenal point, man. Jesus Christ, I never even think of Mellon sometimes. And he does. Yeah, dude, that, that's a great answer, man. Shit. Fuck. I didn't want to say it, you know, but experience. It's, 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 it's right. a great answer because there's so many layers of the power behind the name like it's there's just and without being even conspiratorial we don't have to but that would make a lot of sense like sort of like a shadow coach like a little bit okay so then a follow-up question and this might be a little controversial uh when is it and maybe i'm i'm a little emotional right now well like you know i don't want to sound like a bitch but like you know obviously i'm a little angry but when is it okay to start criticizing the rollout of this and the clumsy uh i guess guess the clumsy process to begin you know like with with all of this with the podcast with everything like like when is it okay to finally be like you know what i'm not sure this is working right now yeah right Right now now, they're surrounding themselves with yes men and they're in their own bubble and it's going to continue to happen unless people push back and go this is not what we want like I don't. I personally do not like being manipulated or whatever when we're looking for answers. I personally do not want other people telling me what I should know or what I shouldn't know. There's a there's a level of manipulation that has to happen. I understand that uh, because you know it's it's a coordinated effort to bring about information that didn't exist before in the public arena, and so that's going to have its own you know, casualty and timelines. But you know this is this high time to call it out. Sorry, you just me. Wait, bro, oh, you can just vet, skipping your co-host? Like, literally, I was before Toop, but I love Toop, so I said, go ahead. Matter of fact, Toop, you should get me another shirt. 
And I'm not even shitting you. Because why, why is your hand even up? Well, I don't know. You keep skipping me. I have to raise it in this fucking room, apparently. So check this out. I disagree. And I can't, I don't want to talk about too, because I don't want to be. So here's what I'd say. If you go look at my other spaces, I talk about clearly someone's put a plan in place. And clearly what they're doing is because of so many classifications, right? One thing. I was also told some programs, you don't need an NDA because you just need a DOA, you know, DOE, right? Just They know that. So they know, and I've also talked to multiple individuals that we all know that they harassed the shit out of. And I, I, I understand there was a process trying to figure out, like, there was a plan. And I think I talked about all of this, right? And who is a good question? That was a brilliant question. But they've been kind of, it's like chess, right? And I know we think of it as manipulation, but it's, it's if you want to get information out without it being coming, coming back to you, what you want to do is you want to find the individuals that also are into that information and are good at it. So... But you also need to kind of get it out in a way that's not going to lead back to you. And I think that's what a lot of this stuff is. I, I can't tell you who the group or what it is. I, I I think I always joke. Like, I feel like somebody's leaving me little pieces of a puzzle somewhere. Because what they're doing is throwing information here and there. Just looks innocuous. and Or pieces inside stories that may sound crazy. And it's there for people to find. And that way, if anybody comes back. Because I was told specifically. David was, I mean, he, I mean, it got fired up because of, he was worried about his life. And then on top of that, I was told by other people that, yeah, dude, you don't need to sign an NDA in some of these programs. They'll fucking kill you. Not in those words, but that's me. And I, and I kind of believe it. I, I was told during a video kind of conference, right? And I was, and I also say this, man, no shit. This is kind of off of that subject. This happened, and I'm still trying to ponder it. As I'm having this video conference with this individual, I see an orb pop into the frame, and he mentions it behind him. And it didn't stop. It kept coming. I was like, what the fuck is that? And I didn't think of it. I thought maybe it was just a light, something. Somebody's got to be Dude, fucking. no hands. You talking to me? My, can anybody hear me? Like, somebody hit me with a heart. My fucking I can shit. hear you. Oh, now it's working. Fucking foof. Uh, you couldn't hear me? Old vet, drop your hand, bro. Wait, is it, yo, is it not concerning, though, that, Wait. okay, so the rep, the representatives on the House Oversight Committee, the Senate Select Committee for Intelligence, we have, A, no idea who's briefing them behind doors. I think I saw a tweet that Richard Dolan was doing it with someone else, which, you know, however you feel about Richard Dolan, like, he's a pretty knowledgeable guy, but he can tend to go a little fringe sometimes. I, I do like him. I will, I will say that. But, A, we have no idea who's telling them what. It could be Stephen Greer. It could be whoever. Two, they don't seem to have any fucking idea like any idea of what questions to ask, let alone the history regarding this. And I know I'm the guy that harps on the history, but like there is like 75 fucking years of documentation that these people can be bringing up and be like, oh, no, no, wait a second. But this over here, there's none of that. It's just basic. What it sounds to me right now is they heard what Grush said. Grush told them a bunch of stories and they're like, oh, wow, that's interesting. And now they're trying to have skips to get more information about their stories, but they don't want anything outside of that. So whoever is organizing this is, it, I mean, it's like, it's like dead on arrival because these people don't know what questions to ask. They don't know, like, they don't know where to go. The DOE has not even been named by any of these fucking people. You know, like it, it's, this is blowing my mind. You know what, real quick, I want to do step in on that. Guys, retweet the space. Uh, let's talk about this shit. So check this out. 
everything you just said, I agree with. I'm going to sound like a cocky asshole, but Jesse Michaels is good at it because he, he kind of gets, he's, he puts his research in. The people interviewing, the people asking the questions, they're uneducated. I get it too, right? And I know they're talking. Shane, I'm really sorry. I can't hear you at all, bro. I'm oh, shit. Sorry. And can anyone else tell me? Hear anybody me? Can hear me? Or you can step up, come back in. I can hear everyone. But, I can uh, hear Shane. So let I me. Can hear you know what? Tell him he may have to exit the space. I just come can't back hear Shane. Sixty seconds. He's my first invite. You got to fix Info. that. Info. Just uh, you got your hand up forever. Yeah. Run it. Okay, well, I guess he just stepped out. Hey, actually, Info, hey, Info, can you hear me? Earth to Info. Dude, yeah, he's coming back. Mike, it was glitching. Is Logan, you want to go, and then Electric? Yeah, does someone want to tell Info? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello? I can hear you. Yep, you're back. Are you the only one that can hear me? Nah, everyone can. Hearts in the chat for Info's mic, if you can hear it. There we go. Screen can hear you. That's all that matters. Oh, so I guess Logan didn't want to talk. There we go. Everyone can hear you. No, uh, okay, old man's back. Thanks, guys. When I get into my Wi-Fi, my Twitter gets fucked up, bro. It's it's like really like just counterproductive bullshit. That dude Electron has been had his hand up forever. Go ahead, bro. Hey, everybody. Um. Yes, great conversation. Some great points uh, made not only in this space, but um, the previous space. Um, what I wanted to say is uh, in line with what Estimate uh, was talking about. Um, basically, uh, the answer is not going to come from the government um, because the government really doesn't know. They don't have the answers. And what we're experiencing uh, is really kind of the the useful idiots, um, you know, coming out in uh, full force. And um, I've said this since the very beginning, ever since To The Stars Academy reared their incompetent heads above uh, the water, which is don't listen to anything any of them have to say because they don't know they're not in the know and they're never going to be in the know because hold on hold on but like this is like this we're not like we're not trying to get it from the government i mean like we are but like the person that's making the allegations that says he's got first, you know like second and third hand uh what the hell is the word evidence and he's got 40 whistleblowers lined up who have directly told him like there are these programs within not necessarily the government but these uh, weapons defense contractors who work with the government. So, like, I think, like, you know, like, so, they don't so, have so, like, they're trying to chase the appropriations. And that's where that's where they're going wrong, is that they're trying to chase the appropriation and the funding of these programs. And that's where they're, they'll go wrong, because they're going to hit a stone, a stone wall. They're going to hit a dead end. And it's happened for decades. And it's the exact same argument that has been made and the exact same processes are being followed. And this information does not reside within the United States government. The funding starts with the government, right? But it is transferred from the government, you know, our taxpayer dollars 
you know, that Congress does allocate. But the problem that Congress is going to have is that once those appropriated funds, we'll call it cross the fence, once they go into those special access programs, there's no trace of them whatsoever. And I know that I can speak up to that from my own knowledge, that I have been a part of special mission units where Congress had no oversight of us like we the, we had missions where we reported directly to the president the commander in extremist force and even that authority superseded governmental appropriation and oversight and if i was able to be a part of these programs and i had firsthand knowledge of some of this stuff like i said i've seen some crazy stuff and i can tell you that put off you know elizondo grush they don't know what they're talking about. And it's because even if they have the whistleblowers, even if they have the, the, the 40 people or whatever it is that they bring them out in public, those whistleblowers are not going to be able to talk about the things that they saw or the things that they were directly involved with because there are not the whistleblower protections. And that's what you deal with with a national security state, right? Like Congress is basically going up against the national security state. And when Congress goes up against the national security state, the national security state always wins because this information is too important to be relegated by a bunch of clowns in Congress. And what you're seeing now is the failure or the slow decline of this self-referencing system. This self-referencing system, ever since Tom DeLonge and everyone else put their you know uh, flag on stupid mountain and tried to get you know all of these answers, they set themselves up for failure because they do not know and they're asking the wrong questions. More importantly, they're looking in the wrong places, right? And what we're seeing is that self-referencing system slowly decline because ultimately we're not in control of disclosure process. And that's the, that's the fallacy that everyone started off with is that somehow we're going to be in control of the disclosure process. And that's not the case from my understanding. My understanding is it's not up to us, that it's going to happen and we are going to have to just adapt to that new information when that new information comes out. And so, I guarantee, go ahead. What, are you saying that there's no way to audit any of these special access programs? And if you are, that, it doesn't that quick, directly guys. contradict? No, no, no there, there is no way to audit these there programs. The, the, the Pentagon... The, 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 Pentagon, the Pentagon. The Pentagon. Hold on, let him let him finish, and then old Ben and screen. But let's let's because it was a great point. So I want to finish it. Yeah, like you can you can follow the paperwork up to a certain point, but ever since the '90s, the the DoD has not been audited, and even when they have tried to audit the DoD and the spending of the DoD, literally it comes up in a deficit of like trillions and trillions of dollars. And Congress is absolutely correct in asking, you know, where is all this missing money going? You know, where are all of these taxpayer funds? Uh, projects, you know, where are they? 
the problem is that they're no longer with the United States government, that it is a part of the national security state. And that is what people should focus on, is not looking at you know the government for answers. It's dismantling the national security state and Upon that dismantling of the national security state, you might uncover some pretty interesting stuff, whether it be squirreled away in corporations or squirreled away in special access programs. But Congress, and there's no skiff in Congress where they're going to be able to talk about this stuff. And I know that there's like, you know, a lot of, um, perceived movement, you know, with like the, like the, the skiff today or the, the skiff meeting today or the Chuck Schumer, you know, UFO disclosure bill, you know, that's going to go nowhere. I, I guarantee you mark my words today. I, I say this, it's going to go nowhere because they're asking the wrong questions and it's not a part of government anymore. It never has been. That's why the national security state was created under Truman to protect this information. And this information literally is the highest level. And I think someone else brought this up with the NATO the NATO example, um, it is the highest level of information, you know, that we have. And there's a reason why the gatekeeper or the gatekeepers, was you know, the, there's the one CIA created brother. What year? 47. That's all you need to know. That's what I'm telling you, yeah. bro. That was created for a reason, man. And look, info, I literally tried to talk four times and you kept interrupting me. So let's get this going, man. I got an argument for you, and it's a good one. I love everything you have to say, but finish, wrap it up. What, me? Or that, nah, he, he made Not you. I was when just telling info, info was like, let him finish. He's like, dude, you're going to be like four times, and I can't remember the brilliant things I was going to say. So now there's a loss to society, right? So what I want to finish with is where we get answers is with the people that have actually had how you dismantle the national security state is you literally have to bring out everyone that has had an experience. It's the only way strength in numbers. That's the only way to go up against the national security state is to bring out these emissaries and to bring out these people that have firsthand experience that have firsthand contact with the phenomena. That's the only way what we're relying on now are these content creators, these spectators to tell us, you know, what's happening in the media. And it's not going to be the media that solves this problem. It's not going to be the government that reveals this information. That once the gatekeepers, you know, are overwhelmed with the uh, emissaries coming forward with their firsthand accounts, right? Not secondary, not third hearsay shit like this with Grush and all these other people. Firsthand accounts. That's the only way the national security state and the crypt keeper, because that's really who you want to go after, the crypt keeper. And there's a reason they call the person the crypt keeper, because the crypt keeper, once that secret is revealed, the crypt keeper, the national security state, the Westphalia nation state it all gone it, it all comes undone literally like it we will be at a precipice a paradigm shift of something new and government is not going to you know sow their seeds of destruction you know over you know hearsay or over things that they don't have access to right like and that's the problem with congress is they're not going to get answers with the congress 
the president probably doesn't even know some of this stuff, you know, and there's a reason that that exists. There's a reason that these systems of obfuscation were designed in the first place and it's working. What you're seeing now with, you know, the frustration that everyone's seeing that's designed that way, people, and we have to get around it. You know what? I actually agree with a shitload of your points, too. But what I want to point out is this. I, like I said, 1947, that was created. I posted up in the nest, Project Preserve Destiny, right? One of the reasons our president doesn't know, only a select few do know. I'll tell you for a fact, I heard a first her firsthand account from someone that was not lying to me. And that's all I'm going to say there, right? So one of the things I want to say is that program, Project Preserve Destiny, maybe the secret's this. Dan Sherman talks about the NHI. We're all hybrids, but some are tweaked to, to do this. Now, that is his PCS orders. I broke it down just like Voodoo could do, right? With this, And guess who's paying for it? GSA. That's not a normal thing. These great projects are hidden in a way that it's just like that. Now, here's what I also think. There's a difference between Project Preserve Destiny and the Star Kids, Space Kids, Scott Andrews. Scott Andrews, if you go read the preview, talks about Finding paperwork, right? Straight up, finding paperwork. It's coming. Lou Elizondo says, kind of, you know, think about how you're going to get your disclosure. Think about those two things, right? I've been talking about lots of things. People can write me off, but I promise, whatever, keep looking at them. MKUltra, all these programs. Imagine Project Preserve Destiny is, let's say it's working for the NHI, you're an ally. But behind their back, you take those you take and find those extra hybrids and you use them in a program to weaponize them. What would that lead to? In my opinion, it would lead to lots of Scott Andrews, a super soldier program that is very real and exists and revolves around NHI, reverse engineered biologics. No shit, man. You don't have to believe me. No one does. I, I ask you to go research, keep an open mind. They're going to kill people over this shit because of that. I promise you, the people I've talked to were like, yeah, we actually had, we selected David. And, you know, there's, trust me, there's a process. They all understand the dangers. That's what I'm trying to relay. These are so secret, so fucking secret, that the President of the United States doesn't even know about the crash retrieval program. JTFSD, Space Force, right? I, I think they're a big part. I'm going to say this, that he doesn't know, but I've had multiple sources tell me that Putin didn't even know, like, they had desks next to Russians, and these countries, multiple countries, were working together, unknown to their own presidents and stuff, because this secret was kept by an elite few. So, the people that are bringing this forward are the opposite, they're, they're figuring out a way to do it, and it's kind of, it, it's kind of a, literally a chess game. So, pieces of information exist. All of this stuff, right? I, I'm telling you right now, it's not even the crash retrieval programs that are a fucking secret. It's the fact that we're living in a reality that doesn't exist currently. And everybody's about to wake the fuck up. And it's going to be crazy because tamper how you want your disclosure. President's not going to say, hey, guys, aliens abducted me. But what you're going to get is information that you can vet yourself and be like, like I just did with those PCS or Project Preserve Destiny. And Rich even talks about it. He was real. He was the places he said. He was in Aviano, Italy, which would be European Space Command. Part of, you know, all this stuff. That's what they're trying to do. So keep your minds open, guys. It's not over yet. 
at some point we're going to realize, oh shit, crash retrievals, that's nothing. Because again, it's not even about that shit. Hybridization's real in a way that no one's ready for. I can promise you. And it sounds like I'm just wait. Well, well estimate or screen was first and then estimate. And then by, by the way, way, I'm not yeah, mad at anybody. Just so everybody knows, I just get excited when I talk about hybrids. Screen, what's up? Uh, what's up, everybody? Now, a lot of uh, a lot of great points. Um, I do think Putoff probably is involved in a lot of it. He's one of the names that does, you know, always pop up. Uh, him, Kit Green, and Bigelow. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know why uh, anybody is expecting anything, any information, uh, you know, from the skipper. Otherwise, um. It's just, it's wild to me. And uh, UFOs is nothing but politics. Uh, you know, I didn't do politics before I got into UFOs. And then now I'm forced into it. Because uh, at the end of the, the day, it's philosophy. Uh, you have two different sides arguing about, uh, you know, pretty much their thought, their train of thought on what's going on. And uh, it, it, it gets very complicated. Um you know, especially when the only people talking are people that have hearsay information or they're removed from it. Um, you know, we're, we're, we can only hope to get tech, right, uh, for disclosure or something disclosure adjacent. And then we can kind of extrapolate some things from there. But that, that's pretty much the best we'll get because if they admit anything, um, it's just things we're not ready for, uh, mentally, uh, as, as society anyway, like, uh, say people can be possessed. Um, you know, now there's people that are in jail. They're going to say, Hey, I told you I was possessed when this happened. Um, you know, say that, uh, there's like, uh, I mean, pretty much you can play, uh, Jack Reacher, the, like the intro to the last season. Uh, like they, they go over everything about how, they, like uh, basically what uh, Electron was talking about, about how they didn't answer to anybody, basically, you know, um, people didn't know about that. They say, like, if you get caught, you're on your own type thing. Right. Um, because there's gray areas. Say I can manipulate people's frontal lobe to, to make them see things or experience things in a different way. Um, is there laws against that? Like, I'm just playing a prank. Uh, you know, so it's like, uh, if you're bending reality, now do you fall under the laws of the U.S.? Uh, because I'm not even part of that reality when I'm using this tech. You see, so it's, uh, there's just so many avenues that people aren't even asking the proper questions. They're not ready for. Um, everybody gets mad at Kirkpatrick, but, uh, you know, up in the nest, I, there's the arrow website. You can go on there and look at these UAP videos like that. They've released those. Nobody's asking shit about those. Right. Shouldn't that be where we're focusing these questions? You know, it's just, uh, I think a lot of people are looking for, for things, uh, that aren't really realistic, you know, in this field. Um, you know, but just everybody wants, uh, aliens and, and the hybrid program, um, you know, whether that's what's going on or not. Good points. What's up, Estimate? Well, I guess I'm just going to um, but uh, Electron said real quick and, and try to summarize it well, for my brain anyway. So uh, according to you, there's literally no way to audit any of these programs, which 
kind of contradicts the Wilson Davis documents, but at the same time, like there was a, up to a, like uh, Admiral Thomas Wilson got up to a certain point and couldn't learn anymore. So maybe that falls in line with that, but at least it proves that there is somewhat of a paper trail that we should be, uh, well, not we, but you know, uh, the people in the house oversight committee should be looking into. Um, so th that's concerning, uh, to, Again, I am so concerned at the fact that the, the, the Select Committee for Intelligence, the House Oversight Committee, don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They don't know where to go. They don't know what questions to ask. Yet we're waiting on a podcast from like Corel or whatever every week for some some video, some information drop, right? Meanwhile, the people that are in the skips literally have no idea. Again, we have no idea who's briefing them. We have no idea who's telling them what, for, like I said, all we for all we know, Stephen Greer could be going in there, right? And telling them X, Y, Z. Uh, three, what you're suggesting then is, uh, Electron, that this is a, and old bet, this is a multinational conglomerate of people within the aerospace industry that are colluding together to not say, because I, I'm finding also very hard to believe when these nation states are the way they are right now, China, US, Russia, nobody wants to be a bad actor and upset the balance, which would kind of throw things off tilt, you know, if you're China, if you're Russia, to your advantage maybe, by saying, actually, they are these things, there are these crash retrieval programs, your government's lying to you, but you know what? Here they are from our, our, our point of view. And not even that, any whistleblowers inside those uh, uh, contractors in the aerospace industry, that would come out from from another country. So I, I find that really, really, really hard to believe, although not out of the realm of possibility. Um, what I'm also seeing is we're getting this runaround where the, the House Oversight Committee doesn't know anything. Uh, they're going to these skips. They're wasting their time. Again, they, they went in with uh, Robert Storch, who, who's from the DOD. Like, I, we shouldn't expect anything anyway. What I'm also seeing is people propping up these companies and investing a lot of money, like Ryan Graves now has a foundation or trying to start a, a foundation for, for aerospace safety or aeroflight safety, whatever, right? A lot of people now are pouring in money based on these first, second and third hand accounts, yet none of it is verifiable. Like it, this, this is, this is really starting to, I don't know, man, like I, I'm losing my shit here. Uh, yeah, as as we all should, you know, and that's the frustration of, you know, this topic and how, you know, it's been sequestered for so long. Um, you know, going back to like the funding and, you know, the DOD, um, I think that when you follow the paper trail, you know, really all you're going to get from the paper trail is this. You're going to get evidence of illegal activity. Surprise, everyone. Surprise. Governments around the world have been, you know committing illegal acts on behalf of their citizens. Like if anyone is surprised by that, you know, uh, like I said, that alone is going to be shocking. And yeah. what you're going to find is the evidence of the illegal activity. What you're not going to find evidence of is the crash retrieval programs, you know, the reverse engineering of that technology, you know, or what actually is happening in the special access programs, right? And when Congress is involved in this, you know, they, they may uh, uncover 
you know, some illegal activity, you know, they might, um, you know, uh, discover that, yeah, there have been, you know, $30 million here, you know, $100 million there that just goes off the radar. Um, but that's about it. Like, they're not going to be able to trace, you know, those appropriations to, you know, specific special access programs. And the reason is because that is how the national security state is designed. You know, and like I said, this was a highly sophisticated, highly sophisticated system that was designed back in the 40s to protect this specific information. Like, think about like the Manhattan Project or like the Apollo program, just on a global scale and highly, highly secret. And you're right. Um, you know, Shane, that there are probably some people out there that have lost their lives because they may be revealed too much or they may be knew too much or they were going to disclose something that they shouldn't have disclosed. And that is a scary thing because no one should lose their life over you know, trying to reveal this information to not only better society, you know, but to better humanity, you know. And so what I think needs to happen is there needs to be full liability protections. Like if there's any one thing Congress can do, if there's any one thing the governments around the world can do is pass legislation, pass laws that give full liability protections to these whistleblowers. And when I say whistleblowers, I mean people with first-hand knowledge. And this goes back to, you know, uh, some of this information is being, you know, squirreled away or sequestered in, you know, private corporations, you know, and we all know that, you know, private corporations, they're exempt from FOIA. The way to get around that is to give those people, you know, full liability protections so that they can't be sued, the, co uh, the companies can't come after them, the governments can't come after them and they have to reveal, you know, what they have seen, what they have witnessed and what they have experienced. And that's why I say like we need to start focusing on the emissaries and the people with the knowledge, the firsthand knowledge and protect those people because they're the most they're the most important uh, in my opinion, they're the most important piece to this entire conversation. Right, and right, right, now, right. Right. What do you mean by emissaries? What do you mean? Who are the emissaries exactly? Emissaries, people that have actually worked on these technologies, people that have actually had experiences with the phenomena, whether it be, you know, first level contact, second level contact, like people that uh, have actual knowledge, firsthand knowledge of some of these programs like that's what i mean by the emissaries is people with direct knowledge you know that do not want to come out like i said because at the current time you know in our current situation these people come out like i said they're going to be jailed they're going to be ridiculed they're going to be locked away worst case scenario they're going to be suicided um and we need to do i think it's it's our responsibility to protect those individuals. And right now, it seems to be the focus on the spectators. You know, everyone wants to have, you know, the latest, you know, podcast on a weekly basis. This is a multi-decade disclosure event, and it's a slow trip. 
And people just have to have the patience. And the only way that we're going to expedite, you know, that information coming out, maybe going from like a slow drip to, you know, uh, you know, medium drip is being able to protect those individuals at all cost. And that is where the government, that is where Congress, I think, can lend credence. But ultimately, what's going to happen is, you know, Congress, the government's once disclosure happens, they're going to be obsolete. You know, once this technology comes out, everything that we know is going to be turned upside down. And that alone is scary for a lot of people. And that alone is going to be enough for the people in power to try their hardest to prevent that from happening. And the only thing that we can do is, you know, dismantle this self-referencing system. You know, these, these spectators that are just in it to create content, ignore them, you know, focus on the people that have the knowledge, you know, um, allow them to tell their stories and we need to support them like in every way imaginable. And right now, like I said, we're lost in the title 10 versus title 50, you know, we're lost in the paperwork, the appropriations, all of that is inconsequential compared to uh, the firsthand accounts and the information that these people have that work on these special access programs. Great points. What's up, screen? And then Just, Jay Just. My bad. I don't even remember anymore, but uh, cool space. Appreciate it. Jay Just, what's up? Yeah, I just want to say, you know, I think we should uh, give experiencers a safe place, sorry, to um, talk about what they're going through and what they've gone through. But also, I think we need to look at how the world is today and what's going on recently. It makes me think, like, maybe we are not ready as a society to uh, have this kind of, um, you know, technology out in the open and easy to access because we have a lot of... uh, bad state actors we have a lot of bad actors who would use this technology over humanity to to do things that are not good for us all so that's my thinking you know it's like i don't think it's the right time i look at humanity and we're not ready at all if this stuff is out there and and would there's one thing he that uh electron brought up that was like made me really something I, I I don't ever think I mean I just never thought of it. It was earlier when you when you know you mentioned um the word audits and like a lot of our government works on on the polish or the, the their their polished lip service you know that's that's kind of like the model climbing to that echelon and wow if they started unlocking what needed tens of thousands of audits I still think that would actually open up more time for them to not give us the information because they wouldn't want to give information and not have an answer. Cause two things nation states do not do, or sometimes one of them they rarely do is apologize or show up with some without answers. Like sometimes you could see interviews where people don't have answers. Yeah. But there's answers, you know? So I, I think if like, like electron was mentioning, if, if the Congress did even get a tidbit, it's going to open up 
other oversights and, and where the fuck did this come from and, and other conversations. Um, so I thought that was a, a good point, but, um, hey, info. we just got a message that you're having connection issues. Uh, I don't know what's up. Hold on. Let me see if dude, my fucking, I pay a lot for Wi-Fi. Hmm. Who's handling the, so, okay. So this is very clearly like a coordinated effort, right? Where these people, uh, and, you know, we can surmise that maybe it's Christopher Mellon uh, and, and one of his lawyers that are like, okay, they're corralling this sort of kind of this movement, right, to wrestle transparency from the DOD. Uh, and I have to I have to think, honestly, after seeing it, that like things like News Nation and, and whatever the other one was like, th- this is all a part of it where, you know, they're able to get people screen time, right, to kind of like you know, it's either be hype men or, or, or maybe like report on it. Right. So what I'm wondering is like, like who, who the fuck is running this? Like, like, like for real, like who is getting, who is selecting the people to get on these shows? And honestly, like, like I'll be really honest, man, telling us a bunch of bullshit half the time. They don't even bother with any of the, the people that have studied this for like 40, 50 years. I've written numerous books about it. I've thrown their entire lives on it. It's always these new guys with podcasts and shit like that that tell us the same shit and tell us, don't worry, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Wait for this, wait for that, it's coming. But it's like a bad episode gotta, of The Power. Can I answer that too, Sykes? Oh, I gotta answer that, bro. Look, you guys, if you've been in my spaces, you've probably heard me wiling out bitching, right? Because I talk about how I feel like I have to read farts sometimes to get information while others don't. So I agree. But that's not always the case because... Here's the thing, Estimate. You, me, some of these individuals in this room may be well-read research, right? Actually, there's a lot of individuals that aren't. So I'm under the impression that both sides probably have players that they copy and pasta, right? Shit like that. So I think it's a crapshoot, dude. No one takes this subject seriously. You, me, two, all these individuals in this room. So we're kind of at this situation where it's like, what do you do? How do you get information out? The platforms that are big or the new hot thing. I get all that because I bitched about it. Me and my four followers on my podcast, right? I want I want David to come on mine because I have questions I can promise you that no one else has asked. But it's not going to happen just because it's literally. And it has to do with what we, do, we, we don't like it. Propagating the message. And it sounds crazy, right? But both sides are trying to put out and they're fighting. And you're right. Who is? But this is a different kind of game. And from what I know so far, I don't even think we're close to where the end of it is. And that's why it's like this. It's not just about, dude, they've known for so long and they've had tech and the tech is in BlackRock, Blackwater, NGOs, things like this. That's that's not even it, man. Like I said, just think of this one thing and I'm going to let go to the next person, JJS. If what I say about hybrids is real, how fucking crazy is that? If what I say about that stuff is, is that not insane? And I'm not saying take my word for it. What I'm saying is think about that. Go, JJS. Okay, as to who is running the shows, I mean, look at who owns the stations that are putting this on or who is funding the different Jeremy. Uh, what's his name? Corbell. Uh, Corbell. I was going to say Corbin. Corbell. And you'll see who's running the show. Just trace it all back to money. 
I mean, I did a simple search on the internet and found a few interesting things. Who owns those state? Who owns News Nation? Who owns any of the uh, different publications that put a, this out first? Just go that way, and you'll see. You, you always trace it back to money. Just so you know, uh, Peter Thiel is connected to Pine Island Capital. I didn't. Oh, I know so much about that. I'm, you didn't have to say his name. Just before, um, it's Mimi and then Estimate, but a lot of the names that have been in our faces, but so quiet and not even media conglomerates or oligarchs. It's, you know, like one interesting name that died with a lot of stuff is Donald Rumsfeld. I, I almost comically bring his name up all the time, but him and his crew created the initial template of Space Force that we're looking at now doesn't come up ever. And why did Donald get there? And how was Donald in our government for like decades, decades in power? Um, you know, Donald was part of like the military complex, like that's it, it's exactly, but like it, 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 in a global way, that's that's very it's it's fucking partially commendable if you don't look at all the, the lives lost. But it's like, wow, this guy fucking climbed to a echelon that created a whole branch of military, he was getting pushed back for the space force because he wanted to create its own branch. And I, I'll put that PDF in the nest that. Um, there's a whole report on it and the whole infrastructure of the current space force, including future plans of space Marines. So, um, you know, that, but he died with that, you know, and nobody brings up his name because it's like a boring thing to research. And I think to agree with a lot of people here and bringing back a a term that I I heard in other spaces, exclusive, uh, Oh fuck. I already forgot too. What was it that Mike said? That was a, that was a valid term but it they have they all have exclusive like things they want to look for out of the the concept so one person's looking for money one person's looking to retain authority and then that quantifies when you you know look at nation states and then that quantifies when you look at the globe but um, is that mutually exclusive yeah mutually exclusive so everything everybody here is mentioned actually can be mutually exclusive of each other um so like you know we have I brought up something in another space. Soup and I were kind of like rough about it, but I don't think any of the names that keep coming forward to us, like we'll ever fucking see just like to agree to electron. And they'll never be read in these fucking, these fucking people. It, like if you talk to them or their circle or their aides, they will sound like they're the, the Lord of the house. But if you talk to like, I, I don't know, I'm, I actually rarely meet intelligence officials, but I, t- I meet like people from other countries in that realm, but they're, uh, like that fucking type of person that just ran to Twitter to tell you what they're going to do is not the political aficionado that's going to be read in. Um, so yeah, you go to Mimi. Is that what, how do I refer to you? Mimi? Me, 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 me. Oh, welcome to the space, Mimi. Me squared. Me squared. I'm good. Have you not going? met Mimi yet, Info? Nine. Oh. Hello? You read for three. Oh, shit. Hello. Thank you for letting Can you hear us? And hello to everyone in here. I just noticed I just did my little thingy and I see it's more males in here than females, but it's okay. And I'm going to talk to y'all because I'm a mother and I have a son too. So when when's another entity of the same sex take away your power, I think that's where y'all at. Because no other man can take away your power Unless you let them take it. I'm not even talking to the women yet. But when you start messing around and you fall of like, dang, well, 
I did get this job and I was a male, but you know, I decided to be, you know, fall in love with the same sex. That is the entity, right? Fall in love with the same sex. That wasn't a subject in any relation to power. <laughs> I and was waiting for I, someone to boot that. All respect to that lady and whatever. That's just it's the wrong space. And anybody can do what they want in this group and choose their sexuality. And I'm here for for peace and, and love. So just go back to. Can I say something man. real quick? Hey, Mimi, this is like the 50 billionth time you tried your stupid shit. So if I put you on block, you won't be in these rooms again. You know that, right? If any one of us do, and I don't want to do that, but just. You tested me. I blocked you. I actually like I, I she does that like, so much, and it's the dumbest shit. And I'm like, I don't block people, but her only purpose is she needs attention. So whatever. I don't. I don't dig that. So good. Good on you. I've been in some big rooms where she'll just pop in, and I I just love it. It's like a wrecking ball into the cover, and no one knows what to do. Yeah. It was like, okay. That's why I messaged. I messaged Cypher. Like, I said, "Dude, she's a troll." I didn't even see her message. Like her first few words, I was like, "Is this lady?" I don't yeah. know. I hear. I, I don't think she's talking. trolling. I think she earnestly likes talking about whatever exactly. she's talking about. And that's about. why we don't it's have the closure. Yeah, it's okay. It's all of it is okay. Just not for here. Not for me. Not for my Twitter hobby. I just I blocked her. It's no offense to her. She probably helps a lot of people. Anyway, estimate. Go ahead, Duder. All right. I, I swear I'll stop bitching after this. Um, but info, you should be hosting more spaces, man. Like, like you, you're very interesting to listen to you and. You provide a, a lot of context, you know, especially from the uh, the bureaucratic side. Um, okay, like, so this one thing with News Nation and all these people now, like, so who's propped up? Like, Corbell, Colt Hart, Knapp, et cetera, et cetera, right? The one problem I have with this, and this, this seems to be, like, a, a repeating pattern, is that, like, none of these people seem to be doing their due diligence, right? And when I say that, I mean... Like, for instance, Coltart, right, brought up the 1933 Italy crash, right, which Grush also brought up. Now, it may very well be that that's true. May may 100%, like, I'm leaving that open to be a possibility. But the documents brought forth by the Italian researcher Pinati in the late 90s are unequivocally 100% a fraud. And it's agreed upon by almost every organization out there that, that this is a complete fabrication. Now, my beef is like, okay, you know that you have someone coming to you, a whistleblower in Grush coming to you saying that in 1933, this crash happened, blah, 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 right? And you repeat that as Colt Hart, as a journalist, right? And you know the Panati documents are out there. Why aren't you at least looking into those documents and at least saying, you know what? These are fake. That is a dead end because those documents now and that crash is brought up in almost every conversation, even though the documentation itself is completely fraudulent. Now, again, this does not mean that they might have not happened. Like, I'm completely open to the idea. I'm completely open to the fact that Grush might know a lot more about this than I do. And not might, unequivocally does. But those documents are completely fabricated. Why is Colt Hart pretending to be a reporter and then not reporting on those facts and just repeating stuff? You know what I mean? That, that, it's just like a red flag. And then, you know, you have Elizondo and Pinati in an episode of Unidentified and like this, like, you know, like really hush-hush bunker talking about, oh, yeah, they've been here since 1933, blah, blah, blah. The guy's a fucking fraud. Like, what is Elizondo doing there with him? Why are they on TV? Like, I, I'm... 
Money. Like I said, I'm, just, I'm really starting to lose my shit, man. It's all right, dude. You sound passionate. That's a good thing to start from. So, you know, relax. And it's okay if you keep bringing up these concepts here because it's, it's where you'll think it out. So nobody here is taking you as bitching. But is it very real? Like everything you just brought up is extremely real. And the unfortunate aspect of the social networking systems that we enjoy is that if you speak out against that, you almost hate Twitter because then all these fucking bots and bitchy people and, and people that are oddly indoctrinated to people they've never met start fucking coming at you and never met you. So it, it gets a little tumultuous to even like speak against it. So in my opinion, you ignore it and, and due diligence is boring. That's why lawyers pay aides and, and, and Ross Coulter probably has like a, a fucking research content person. And that person probably doesn't even like reading. I'm only like passionate about due diligence and reading all of the subject matter. Even the giant congressional book on Iran Contra that I could post to you. It's like two feet. It's huge. And these concepts are boring to read, but if you have a passion for it, you read it. Anyway, I would say they don't do any of that. And, they, and to me, that only indicates towards like not for their whole timeline, but at some point the analytics and the currency of the analytics of this, like, you know, the viewership, everything, like, I got something to tell you, check right back in to be continued can turn into like fucking 50 grand now really quick. So I don't want to accuse these people of being like just monetarily focused at a certain point, but somebody brought up the Ryan Graves fund earlier. And that to me, just right away, I think fucking tax, tax, tax loopholes, uh, in my opinion, like, why would you start a philanthropic fund for a concept we're not aware of to a degree of, of really aiding humanity and yet? So I, I, I struggle with those concepts and, and I struggle with Ryan Graves because in law and I'm not in law school yet, but that's like kind of like my whole trajectory fucking you, 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 he's like secondhand witness testimony. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, witness testimony is paramount secondhand witness testimony. Like I heard from this guy, it starts, I mean, I know he saw radar, but like that starts to dwindle. It gets, it's like a filter. It just starts watering down and then it's like diarrhea. So like, He's at the level of soft shit because, like, you never saw shit. Somehow you climb this whole chat, chatter channel that's that honestly confuses more people than anything. You could have had a beautiful congressional hearing, by the way, with one person. You can literally have amazing, decisive hearings. Like, you could have just had flavor there. Honestly, flavor and make it succinct, compact, make it healthy. Um, just like back in the day when they pulled Cindy Gottlieb in. They just brought in Sidney Gottlieb. Nobody even knew who that guy was. Poisoning people, giving out acid, MK Ultra. They just brought him. And it was a fantastic fucking hearing. Nobody even knew that guy existed. The only way they had heard of him is disgustingly fucking anti-Semitic CIA guys always referring to him as the Jew. But Dude, that's the way hearings should be conducted. Like, I'm sorry, like that. that's a fucking excellent hearing. Everyone should go watch. Yeah, Sidney Gottlieb. Uh, and, and you... You, you learned something you had kind of heard about, but it was just so fucking real. And that was at a point that, you know, and, and everybody attached to like the old stuff, like it, 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 like due diligence, look at your history and then assess from history because history keeps repeating. It's, it's the same systems running each other. So like um, this whole fucking lip service of uh, of budgets of Congress and all that of the president's. And like some electron brought up and somebody in the last space brought up a fantastic point is like NATO and other concepts and other levels of clearance that that go maybe through Interpol and are global. 
And so I think a lot of the, like when it's like a schlep from Congress, dude, I'm just like, Bleh. so I feel your passion estimate, but it's also like, it's, you, that's why people have to be unsung in this. Like the, the people that live virtuously make this a hobby or a love, but it's like, be unsung about it. Don't seek out the viewership, you know, like present education in a healthy manner and um, let people find it from there and help guide people too. like, yo, that's a little crazy, bro. It's all right. And then discuss that with each other. But anyway, I don't want to rant on that. I, I could go all day, but uh, I think it was Jay just, and then dude, you're not supposed to have your hand up, but old vet and then Matt. Yeah. I just wanted to state that Colt's heart also said he knows a location where a huge UFO, there was actually a building built over the UFO because it was so big, but yet as a journalist, he's not revealing it. So, you know, I take it as entertainment. That's it. This whole thing. Just entertainment because it doesn't seem serious. And there's just, you're right. It's always the same thing. We know something we can't tell you. And uh, it's a continuous uh, show, continuous, you know, carrot and on a stick. So I put in the nest, by the way, where that location is, just so you guys are aware. Use your own filters. Check it out. Hey, estimate. Can you hear me? Uh, I wanted to ask you. Um, you posted that thing earlier about uh, uh, well, the movie poster thing, right? You said like uh, the subject's real, but these people are not. Uh, what, what do you mean by that exactly? Wait, wh- wait, what? Wh- what post? Uh, it's it's in the nest. Hold on, I'm having trouble. I see. I put it in the thread as well. Four. I think brother i'm gonna at you let me see where it's at i think i put it in there but I, if, no i'll put it in there right now and i'll at you if there's a devil screw it i don't care got your estimate all right just give me two seconds let me let me see what, what hold on did i say my bad did i say estimate i meant to say info cipher <laughs> okay that makes sense what happened dude oh uh, no you uh you, yeah, I'm I'm kind of brain dead. Maybe um, you you made that post with the um like every you said every time Luna mentions a UFO, I cringe. Uh, like this is a su- <laughs> the subject is real, but these people are not. Stop getting played. Like, what did you mean by like the people are not real? Well, that's what me and like that like, was getting kind of aggressive in my verbiage because I have like personal verbiage. So like the, like right now our house is a little fractured. It's fucking obvious, you know. Um, so what happens there is they're, they're kind of cordoned off in the, you know, the centrist and the centrist on each side. And then the extremists on each side, extremists, rough word, the, the harder leaning on each side. So, um, I do in my soul of souls, I don't know anybody. It's just like, I believe in my heart that anybody attached to the, the, the far left or the far right of that section of our government is not going to be read in. So whether that's a, a AOC or Luna on the other side, or Tim, unfortunately, he's a very nice presentation. But if you look at his, most of his bills he signs on to are like counterproductive to the American populace. If you, you could look at that as open source. So like these individuals on top of- Let me the, uh, stop you right there. Are you playing Pac-Man in the, uh, in the background there or something? I hear like a- My bad, dude. I'm, I mean, I'm working. I got like fucking, there's a lot of people working. I'm just watching the scene. But um, so that's Teams. Teams from Microsoft, the other- paper state organization that has a ufo but anyway um (laughs) fucking 
So, like, Paulina Luna's nice lady, very young, you know, but very loose lips, sink ships, my guy. And then you got Tim. Then you got uh, uh, any, anybody attached to uh, in, a dude. I'm using this term. Do not fuck this space up. Donald J. Trump. It is not against him. He honestly, numerically, might be the next president again, right? But at this point, anybody attached like that's like a patsy of his, not really like him as the individual man, like a circle. I doubt they're going to read them in, man, because the the term I was using before, um, the exclusivity concept. So, you know, this isn't a concept people should be using us to source for votes and incumbency. And that's really happening. You know, a lot of us are getting older and a little more involved in politics. But some people are a little more like, I want a fucking UFO. So you know what? That needs to say my representative. And I just forgot everything they did, like Matt Gates. I mean, somebody referenced him three times in the last space, forgetting that this guy was accused of ordering escorts that were underage. And in Florida, that's a fucking, I mean, it's like my dude, that really, I'm, that, my guy, that happened. And he had a fall guy. The fall guy took all the blame. And now we've all forgotten that because he said UFO, a fucking massive political piece of shit. And I will sound aggressive. Matt Gates, if you're listening, you're a fucking hoe. But he does not belong helping people or touching UFOs because his father was a politician, bro. This is for him. This is a source of votes. This is not really his passion. He's going to go get tweaked on a, on a gram of Coke later anyway. But that's what I meant by that post is like if if even and I, I don't mean this like I have a, a side I pick. I pick per per um, election, per party what they're doing. But with that being said, like, yeah, I don't see even, you know, well-spoken Ocasio, nice lady, nobody that um, Electron mentioned or anybody we've mentioned here is going to read somebody like that in. And I don't mean like aggressively like, fuck you. It's going to be like, you know, the professional intelligence way of doing it. So it's like, oh, sure, we'll get you that. And they're never going to get it. They're never going to get it. Those names that I, you know, that kind of context that I posted in that post. It's like a honey dick. What the fuck? Interview? You know, I I, I gift that earlier. Like, you honey dicking me? They got Paulina Luna like, oh, we got UFOs, guys. And she's very pretty, dude. So we're all like, yeah, this, this pretty lady's like telling us about ufos and reposting it nobody's looking at the credentials like why the fuck would you hand that lady anything with like paramount information at the level that it could affect authority like authority is what runs nations authority is not good or bad it just is so like for you to hand over decisive intel that could literally change the whole infrastructure of your nation to two people that are like, you know, say crazy shit themselves, like it's just not gonna happen, man. Um, but it's it's a nice show to watch. Not this time. I was looking for a gift for that right now. I'm not shitting you, I was searching for a gift when he said that. Matt, what's up, dude? Yeah, I mean, you gotta remember that politics is a social means to an economic agenda. And, you know, this originally started out, people wanted, uh, you know, that, you know, safer airspace for real, like for pilots to be able to, you know, talk about this stuff that they're seeing without, you know, repercussions. And, you know, there was um, gaps in our um, what people were looking at and people weren't taken seriously. Now they are. You know, but uh, somewhere in the mix, everybody thought we were going to get this transparency. 
Like, w- w- does anybody really believe you're going to get some transparency to the American public from what's said in the skiff? If you go outside of that and say something, I mean, you, you're that's treason. They're not going to go out and just tell everybody what they learned in the skiff. I mean, that's just the way it really is. And there's, there, I think there is some something out there. I mean, but that's, it's like, to me, it's a personal thing. I mean, there's so much information that, you know, I could tell you, oh, well, this, 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 and this, and people are going to believe what they want anyway. So, you know, the government's not going to tell you what to believe. I don't, you know, if there's some, you know, segment of the human DNA that, you know, is a, we don't know how it got there. Maybe it was some retro transpose on like, you know, something that came through panspermia and got airborne and went, you know, I mean, there, there could be something like that, but I mean, nobody's going to understand it anyways. It's just going to freak people who don't understand this stuff out. There'll be some more uncertainty, especially in uncertain times. So, you know, some people, the gatekeepers, you know, they may not want to give it up because it's like, okay, we've got some alternating magnetic field from some propulsion system from some magnetohydrodynamic system that fucks with people's heads and creates, you know, some, some, you know, hallucinations and, you know, they, there could be psychotronics. Who the frick knows, you know, at some point it's just like, okay, uh, you know, yeah, there, there's plasmoids that they bounce, radio waves off, you know, there was some uh, Project Sesame Seed that, you know, they use cesium, um, cesium plasma balls to bounce um, radio waves off of. And some people would see them and they probably did move, you know, when they were hit with uh, some radio waves. But, you know, and Russia was doing some over-the-horizon radar type stuff. I mean, all this is really advanced tech that doesn't get put into a neat tiny box that most people would comprehend. And it creates, you know, somebody could create, spin a narrative off of it and, you know, influence people for sure. But there, there is some, some top secret technology. And if you look back at the man orbiting laboratory program that was ran by, I mean, Aerospace Corporation ran the man orbiting laboratory program. They were the ones who managed the budgets for it. And that's how, you know, certain things were compartmentalized and kept top secret. It's just the way stuff is. And, you know, everybody wants to know the truth. But, you know, there's so many foreign actors in this game pushing American um, politics that it's like... You don't even, I don't even know what's true anymore. So I just have, you know, my beliefs and I study this stuff. But, you know, I don't care if anybody believes what I say because most people aren't going to deep dive it anyways. Dude. What? Go ahead, bro. Dude, Matt, you're right. I agree with you, bro. I'm glad you're in here, dude. How you doing? It's been a minute because I just brought up, I think you weren't even in here. A lot, a lot of people take this shit seriously. They say they do. These rooms are kind of full of individuals. That do. 
this kind of off subject real quick, guys. If you are a researcher, though, I was going to say retweet the space. But if you have a Mac, dude, the best thing I've come across, Devin Think 3. You can literally PDF web pages, anything you want is there. Searches with AI. You can put your favorite search engines, YouTube, all of that tied into this. It costs money, but I pro well, there's a free trial. But, dude, if you like to research, and I literally use it. And I'm just click, you know, just storing shit there that way and you can tag it do whatever you want i just highly recommend it since you brought that up not everyone's doing that but the ones that do if you have a mac have a look at it man it made things so much easier for my brain sorry info no nah, you're good dude earlier there was a few points i just want to go over summarize some concepts uh you mentioned superhumans and um france announced like almost five years ago or three years ago as well as the united states made it official through darpa that they're using crispr to make like enhanced um, you know, ground troops. Um, so that's a real hybridized concept that's open source. Um, you can look into everyone. They're also using CRISPR. I think they already started that because I remember bringing it up a long time ago to um, change uh, the human ability or homo sapiens ability to handle space radiation because they keep talking about deep space travel without the other concepts like how do you keep handling that radiation throughout the whole time. So supposedly they've already like gotten traction on that. Again, hybridizing humans well, and um, like CRISPR would. I would ahead. say that, yeah, definitely. Uh, if we're trying to go to Mars or whatever, the amount of radiation those people are going to be exposed to is is going to you know, be be seriously bad. And uh, unless there is a way to, you know, our our technology gets a little better. I mean, it's a one way trip, and it's human. It's human experimentation at some point because my uncle, I mean, he was, he was uh, a guinea pig. <laughs> I mean, he still gets checked out, but you go into space. I mean, it's, there's a uh, risk and that's the whole point of human exploration. But I don't know about like, you know, you know, CRISPR to, you know, fight off radiation, that's still advanced stuff. I mean, I'm sure somebody's trying to work on it, but it's going to take a long time before they get, um, you know, the protection of those genes and stuff like that or or gen genetic repair when you're in space. I think they were, and that shit was perfected by the military, MK Ultra style, and then CRISPR's just now getting into the public. That's just my opinion, but they used it for different shit. Again, my opinion. Dude, I mean, it's it's really. I mean, you look at sometimes too. It's it's a tough time right now because a, a lot of nations are having like their technological like renaissances, just like us, you know. So like in the last three years, Turkey became a drone magnate. They make amazing drones now, and they're known for it. Turkey, um, you know, you have Japan, who's this year increased their de defense budget. They doubled it. I think they doubled it a little over, but it's a lot. Then there's um, India, who they now it's open source. Like they have black budgets they used to not have, and and they're um, developing their own version of submarines. And right, that's that's you know future concepts for humans. But like also like it, it also gives validity when some of these people are like, I, I don't know what this is, and I don't want to say it's like a, a extraterrestrial yet. You know, that's where it sucks now a little bit in the 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 verbiage. People have to be a little calmer at the upper echelon, I guess. You know in a positive light of thinking of it, but. Hey, can I say that? I posted something in this video. Again, always use your filters. One of the reasons I try not to just talk about things. I try to, yeah, 
post a shitload of information in my Twitter, right? So there's a video up there. Have a look at it, right? Some of the individuals that I've talked to that I have no... They, they actually kind of, in a way, describe them as light beings, right? So the others. And so I've also heard from individuals that Peru is a legit thing. So what does everybody in here think about that? Yeah, but hearsay doesn't hold up in a court of law. Peru, well, not man. in a court of law, but he does, neither does psychic abilities or UFOs. So my, my point is, that's we're the first. So that's what I'm bringing it up for, right? We're the first. We're literally here talking about it now, so have a look at it. Use your filters. Doesn't mean it's real, but I'm saying, how many times have you heard people describe the others as light beings or the, and then Peru's going on right now, and I've actually heard from individuals that I trust that Peru's legit, and I didn't even think that when it started. So, where do I stand? And Peru's like, that's a, that's America's so fucked up, man. I can't, it's tough for me. It is very tough, dude. Like, no, like South America, so many things happen. Nobody discusses that. It's I struggle with bringing it to the realm of our discussion here, like the the Argentinian dirty war where nobody realized like there was a genocide in the mid eighties, other things. So it's like, ah, fuck, that could be a lot of fucking things because it's also an amazing area to just test your equipment. And honestly, I'm not a sociopath, people, but it's also an amazing area to go and and if you lose a body, you lose a body. So I fucking really struggle with Peru. And then as a Puerto Rican kid who grew up on Telemundo, I just know how fantastic our people can be like and love it. And then, I mean, I was, I used to be in these villages in Puerto Rico and fucking some people were just crazy, man. It's not, a, it's like a cultural thing. So I, I struggle. A lot of people were drinking. A lot of people were having fun. That video is definitely tapped, bro. But that video could also, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling on Peru. So that's just my opinion for now. I'm not bashing it. I'm the struggle. same way on MH370, man. Like, look, all I got to tell you is this. It's legit. It was BlackRock, and I know the reasons, right? It was for semiconductors. Yep. And if you ever heard Julia, the term Julia, BlackRock is literally, if you go to X Corp, plug in BlackRock, and you're going to get all, basically, the entire story of what's been going down and how it's on, right? It's my opinion. So go with to xcorp.com, plug in BlackRock instead of X Corp, and you can kind of start figuring out what's going on. But for legit, bro. So, MH370, um, no offense, because some of my friends brought up the conspiracy. And I don't want to bash my friends. But um, that also was during a time where there's known plots by ISIS to just steal airliners. And I'm still, I, I'm a, personally, I believe MH370 was a stolen plane. And all those people lost their lives in a darker way than just aliens in another dimension. Well, I don't think and no, it's no, not. No. Hey, bro, I don't think it was aliens. Let me explain real quick. Since Okay. No, I heard No, no it's not aliens. It's literally BlackRock. And so, listen, you, you will get this. You're a political guy. You can trace BlackRock and Blackwater both to, the, both to the Chinese military, right? They actually have a college for their people, things like that. China's, we know what they are in the whole aspect, right? The free-scale semiconductors, the United States military and their IB, I, ICBM revitalization, their AI programs, everything like that. Go look at my thread on Julia. Guess what? Julia is so fucking crazy, DARPA says. And guess who, who has Julia? BlackRock. With those semiconductors and that, bro, I'm just saying, I get it. No, it's not, it's not aliens. It's fucking humans with reverse engineer tech, BlackRock, Blackwater. I stand there. Go on. Black, I mean, I know, I'm not ready enough on BlackRock. But I'm very well read in on Blackwater. 
a long time, man. And I thought I, you were going to say I, White Rock. Nah, White Rocks I'm red in on too back in the day. Hey, Fishgale. With that I'll being said, Fred, <laughs> I, uh, man, even that cocaine joke was funny. But uh, with that being said, like it, Black Water, that's I mean, not not the not the the technology part that he's that Eric Prince and that whole thing got attached to China. I'd be interested in that and really shocked because that they're very like American nationalist at heart, American Christian nationalist, all the way down to the family core, like the princes. So to sell they're it doing to China, the, they're right? doing security for the Belt and Road Project called Frontier Services Group, and on top of that, they have colleges that teaches the Chinese military and trace it back. As well, BlackRock, all of their board wow. members are example part of Black uh, part of China in a way. For example, Amy, whatever her last name, she's the head person at Qualcomm. Qualcomm's not an American company; we may think it is. China actually, for some weird reason, they had a bid to kind of get Freescale. But after that whole MH370 happened, they decide to decline it. Just, just saying. But, but they, they get handled like when. Remember the phones? Like, uh, what the fuck? Huawei? Yeah, Huawei. The minute China got caught with the back doors, man, it was an aggressive, a very aggressive. Like they had, they had put back doors in Poland's national security defenses. They had put because for some reason Poland contracted through Huawei and China for some reason, but. Um, and then when they found our phones here, I mean, it was pretty serious. I'm, I think it's interesting, and I believe. Oh, you, you don't got to believe me. I'll post it. You use your filter. You're smart was, man. No, no, dude, I totally believe you about Eric Prince. And I was gonna say, like, because he is that vile. He is that vile. Blackwater is that vile to just go defend another nation that literally and build a whole highway. That's to the whole purpose of that highway is to destroy the infrastructure of the current currency system. And if that's true, man, it makes me very mad. It gets but, crazier. Like, past- but he also, like, because the other part is, dude, back in the day, a man doing that would have just not been alive very long, you know, in the, the Colby days. And the, even a Frank Wisner would never have fucking let that happen. That's really nice. You want to know what I'm confused by? This is no shit, guys. Listen to me here. So I'm not the only one that heard this. I know Ashton did because we've talked. And since he likes that out information, whatever. But... Sean Ryan was a player, right? Matter of fact, he was an operator for Eric. Not in our tech. Okay, just keep that. Right? So that's what I'm trying to say is, like, the shit that I didn't know, and then I see and I don't understand things like, well, someone once told me, once a player for the agency, you're always a player for the agency. Right? I'll just say that. I couldn't understand why Sean Ryan would be doing these marathons of UFO people. Oh, this makes sense. This dude fucking. So I knew it because he sold Blackwater to the Swedes. There you go, brother. Besties. He's had him on. Does this make sense? Then the only reason he went to China, probably. What a fuck. What? Because he because he got like you couldn't start a whole nother private contracting company in the United States with um even if you're pardoned, like you're just not going to get back in that level. So he just went. He left and he did this out there. That's treasonous. That's I posted in the nest, one of my threads, but yeah. And the more, here's the crazy, this is no shit info. So I started with tips that we had people with reverse engineering tech. I spent so much time and I got to this BlackRock and Blackwater, not just BlackRock. BlackRock owns, you know, the aerospace defense, defense companies. Imagine if you had all of that, all their tech, and they've been siphoning off what the government has been giving them, right? They weren't, they had NDAs. They were supposed to, give the government their shit. No, they built their own shit. And on top of that, you control the media in some way or another. You control the message. Now, 
you've got one thing. You're considered the fourth branch of the government already. But you got these semiconductors and Julia. Julia's AI capabilities are, and I got a thread on this, insane. Just insane. And guess who owns, has access to Julia? Julia could allow this man to look at everything we do. Now here's, I'm going to step one step further. Take Julia and go to DARPA's website, another thread I did. We have a program called Meg. It's basically an interface with our brain that can take and put shit in. I'm telling you now, I would not want some shit like that working together and we have no choice the way it's going on because right now we're in a situation where if somebody decides to take a passenger or a passenger aircraft full of people, even if it's recorded, but it's just this subject, no one gives a shit. I'm telling you, BlackRock, Blackwater, they're both so tied to China and I, I it's just well, there. Old vet, when you say Meg, are you talking about magnetoencephalography? Oh, you know I am, big boy. Well, you know that they use that during <laughs> uh, Stargate program, right? When they, were, I do. Yeah. Yep. No, that's why I said it. Now imagine this: it's, it's, if they already had it during the Stargate, do you think they figured out a way to use it on everybody without with everything they just have? They don't have to have special shit. I, I guess. Well, look at look at um, what's the guy that um, oh the guy, the Canadian guy that was um that was uh. Does stuff with Hal Puthoff, who wrote multiple Dirds documents. Um, what's his name? Um, it'll come to me in a second. But, um, oh, George Hathaway. You know, whenever you start combining, like, transcranial, uh, you know, magnetic stimulation and um, say and with, uh, you know, a, an image in a, a magnetic encephalography reader, I mean, that's when you can really start doing that uh, Monroe Institute type stuff because you're taking one fluctuation of frequencies and, and pulsing it to someone else. Oh, my God, dude. I love you, Matt. Yes. Oh. Go, sorry, Cypher. Sorry, this just gets my Peter tingling. No, I was just saying that was fucking nice. This is a good space. That was, I mean, that was this whole Eric Prince thing. I'm, I'm going to leave my house. I was, this Eric, dude, what's crazy, okay? I live in a real, world, real weird life, but um, so I read. I I went on a weird tangent after reading one book. How this guy was expressing how the futuristic warfare thirty years from now will really be just all mercenary groups, almost like out of a movie. Man, I fucking listened to it, and I I honestly hated it. I I write personal reviews for all my books and put them on a calendar just to keep an archive of. And then I started reading other books on it, and then I hear you say that, and then I find that article I just read, and I'm like. What the fuck? And and really, it's the the whole reasoning behind it is because um, it's almost like, damn, it's almost like a respect, but not. It's it's like America is a motherfucker, okay. And I don't mean that because of my president right now or anything. It's just the way the machine has gotten now. This nation is a motherfucker, and I mean, if it turns against you in a way that you got it so mad that it turns like let's say it, it is really in reciprocation it's not good for all nations like like in, in a way that's i unless by the way let's i'm taking nuclear armaments out of this conversation because that's known as a form of uh negotiated currency because nobody's used us yet since us 
But if nobody uses one, right, then they will get fucked up. And not just in the sense of, uh, like, first interactions would be terrifying. And this happens in all those those test things. Like, you know, they run these systems. And we lose them for a reason. Every time the news puts, like, the U.S. runs simulation and they lost. Yeah, fucking duh. Or else how do we, like, create other variables? And so with that being said, most of these nations, of course, first actions, terrifying. If your first actions are not nuclear, though, the reciprocation is just nothing everybody anybody's going to ever see throughout history. And for China especially, like those first, like let's say lives are lost the first months, your infrastructure has to be able to sustain the ramifications of the lives lost and everything that happens from there, right? And unfortunately, there's a, there's a mental ramification as well. And so I hate that as Americans, we're so used to death, right? And we're so used to this fucking, we, we live in war like forever since I was a child. Like my father was like, fuck the commies, you know, and, and crazy shit. And, and then GI Joe and like my whole, like I'm, I'm very desensitized to death. And if, if you mentally motivated me with an enemy, then I'm going to be even more desensitized. And then if you quantify that across our whole nation with the, the, the level of technology we now have in media, you guys see it all the time. Like people switch their minds in five well, minutes, right? You, that what, what up like, it was like, just too bad that. You, you, you're, you, you, you're sort of close to John Alexander. And if you look at like his book on winning the war and, um, you know, some of the non-lethal technologies, I mean, to be able to pulse a magnetic field across a certain number of, of minds i mean there's technologies that you know if it, you know people might say well, what if the, why is the united states there? well i mean what do you think some of these other countries are probably doing with you know like the russians they were you know working on psychotronics and stuff back in the 80s and 70s and all that and you know with satellite technology you just if we don't study what is possible then how do you defend they against that stuff? But just so you know, they, I mean, I think, I don't think, I mean, at this point, I've, I've had enough fam- familial conversations with former Russians who are military. They lost it. I really think at a certain level of old school, hardcore technology and archives and files from like the beginning of the break of that wall to, to the beginning of Putin, they lost a lot, dude, the, the nation, the empire of Russia. But They've taken amazing advantage of decades of American media fear mongering. And, and, and now it's a part of the three warfares for them. So anyway, I didn't go all there, but uh, that's why I think China in the future will use mercenary groups, even people that were formerly us uh, to save them a lot of their own costs. I'm going to start sending you. I'm going to start atting you on a lot of that shit too. Matt, again, what you were just saying, the psychotronic weapons, I just put it in the nest because again, what you just said, literally, Beck, an article he wrote, right? Because he talks about Thomas Bearden knew this a minute ago. Russia, psychotronic weapons, what they can do. I'm a big Elfwave fan, and by that I mean I'm not a fan because Elfwave is one of those things you can run away from it and run into it because it can propagate at very low, VLF and ELF. The United States government's had programs such as, uh, what is it, ELF up in Michigan, right? It's to communicate with submarines. These ELF waves can actually, what they do is they change your DNA and your RNA. Matt can contest to that kind of shit. That's not the shit that I'm familiar with, but it does. 
and makes them align magnetically in a way. They figured out that, uh, most people have heard, the Schumann resonance, right? Your brain, when that wave hits you, can't disregard it. So imagine in early on, if they knew this frequency could make it latch. That's the 50s, right? What do you think they're doing now? I kind of know that they have programs and for a fact, like something like, let's say MK Ultra Gold would be, right? Using stuff like gold and Using like doing that. Yeah. You they just picture this. I'm not saying contrail shit like that. Imagine if you sprayed something like gold nanoparticles. If you go look them up, what their capabilities are on the grain crops, right? Now you have the capability, the full capability with just what we have. No shit. You can go look at paperwork to track an individual down to their DNA. DNA. Why would they do that? They're looking for individuals. Think about X-Men. What's the fucking thing that uh, Charles uses with his head? What's he looking for? Think about that. And what we've been talking about, about the hybrids, the programs, the difference between PPD and um, freaking, I guess, Scott Andrews and those guys, right? We are basically taking the NHI's hybrids weapon, picking up an AK-47 that's the weapon actually they dropped. We're trying to figure out how to do what the United States does, right? Weaponize it for ourselves. That's what Scott Andrews' book I'm coming out with, right? It's all tied fucking together. NHI, reverse engineering of biologics. Think about that, guys. Think about that. Well, there I, I found this one paper, and you know when when you, like with some of these, um, um, say. People exposed to certain types of electromagnetic radiation, and you know, there's a like in certain PTSD. They they were studying this stuff to see like was it like I don't I'm, I'm, I might be wrong, but it's sort of like emanation of certain DNA, like epigenetic type stuff from that. You know, that's the type of stuff that gets passed on. So, I mean, they, they, they were studying, um, you know, the effects of, of some of this exposure to um, the epigenetics of it. And uh, so it, if, it's something that if there's a possible threat, somebody has to study it so that we can defend against it. And that's national security. It's not all bad that they're doing certain things, but that was, you know, back in the days, they, they did their NIMCALTRA. That was the whole point of Sidney Gottlieb, you know, doing some of those tests is because what if the Russians did it and how would we prepare for it? He took it a little far. I mean, but you're right. He definitely that was his mission, but he also loved taking those. <laughs> he loved getting high, but, but uh, and other things. But he was an interesting character, man. And and national security definitely. I don't know, or I, I guess I made a mistake as the younger years, or everybody does all the way till they die. Sometimes is like expectations, and things aren't perfect. But I, I noticed that leading the expectations without looking at the whole picture leads to like quantified resentments that cause anxiety I never needed. So yeah, it's national security state is something that, that should never be labeled good or bad until you really 
I mean, we do have information that could call certain things bad, but as a whole, I think we're all here doing a little okay, you know, um, hopefully, but and that's partially because of the national security state. I get way too excited about this shit, man. Just so everybody knows, I'm not never mad. I just get way too into this, all right? One of the things I miss is talking about this, but I'm not doing it, so I'm fucking weird like that. <laughs> Retweet the space. Let's get more talks going. I got, man, I got really mad when you brought up the Eric Prince thing. I'm okay now, but that, uh... Yeah. Hey, um, Invo, you remember that, that time? Um, actually, I don't know if you were there, maybe, but you guys were talking about it just now, like um, the way they can go into brains and uh, implant ideas, kind of like Inception. Remember, remember that, that, that whole uh, that guy that came in and talked about that? He was from uh, I was, man, I ended up in a, that conversation and I found. I can't hear you, man. Can you, am I the only one that couldn't hear? Uh, that's, uh, that's, yeah, I thought that was just me. Nope. Sorry, hey Cipher. You may actually. Here's what you have to do, man. You can't hear me, Kenny. Well, if you can hear me, leave the space, exit the app. It gives you like sixty seconds. Come back to it, click on it. It'll let you host again, but that'll fix your issue probably. I don't know if you can hear me. Well, we're waiting. You want to maybe listen back to that a little? What did you have to say that time? I didn't hear him, man. I have to leave then. So it's just me. Um, wait, hold on. Can you hear me? I, hear I can you. hear you, but is it? Okay, so yeah, no, I was saying I can pl play back that, that thing of what that guy from Los Alamos threw. Whatever, Do whatever it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just get, you get back just now? You are yeah, we can hear you now, bro. We get, you're good. Yeah, I forgot what I was. Oh, the space that Logan asked about. I actually don't recall what I had found that night. The cool thing I found yesterday was about that lasers could check your heartbeat from satellites. But, yeah, I don't remember, Logan. Okay. I mean, uh, just since you guys were talking about it, kind of, I thought I'd bring it up. But, yeah, I mean, I can play the clip for like, I think a minute or two. But, uh, hold on. Give me a minute. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Can you hear it? It works. And I was just talking to a dude, and then I got invited to a special conference. They locked the doors, and they had dudes with guns guarding the doors. And I was like, oh, God. but then there was a senator. Hi. Yes, no, keep going. Keep going. Crazy. <laughs> no, okay. I was interested. So, one of the graduate students was doing a thing where he was sticking like a four inch rod into people's brains. And then he was able to infer what visualization they were doing in their brain. And there, there was like this picture, it was a grayscale picture of like two-thirds of a shade developing of a horse. 
and they were having the guy who had this implant uh, visualize a horse, and they were able to render that um, through the computer. So it, it's cool. Like they, they were like, okay, do a conscious experiment, experience of visualizing the horse, and then th they were able to read the physical that were correlated with that experiential phenomena. Well, and then PDV, wild, PDV, hold on, PDV at yeah. um, Los Alamos, they were doing studies, squid studies, um, which is a uh, superconducting quantum interference. Hold on, Matt. Oh. Damn, I can't yes, hear Logan. Yes, yes, yes. Because, yes, but, oh. he, he, he's still on it. Yeah, go, Matt. Yeah, so, so they were doing these. Um, Can you read the captions? Are you reading this right now? On um, at Los Alamos with magnetoencephalograph uh, um, brain reading, and he, they noticed an alpha wave desynchronization, and that's how some of these um, studies for um, Stargate were at the end were being done back in '94. But go ahead. Huh? Just, okay, so hold on. Like, yeah. And Jim Bader was hot. This idea that they're showing this stuff. Um, there are studies that you can find on YouTube uh, from like Japan and China. They were doing this stuff, and uh, they were able to. They, and this is back in the day. I mean, I said this ten years ago. They were able to uh, have a person like look at a thing, and they'd scan what they were looking at, and they'd scan the brain waves, and they had the person imagine the thing, and they would have the projection, but it was just pixels. It was like the, the letter A, uh, or just very subtle shapes. But that was so long ago. But I know they must have they must have gotten that further advanced. So and I've been wondering since then I've never been able to find anything like that. So this is really interesting uh, to hear that there is a now a digital horse and it, it's much more clear. I uh, did, and there's more. Okay, I, so I saw the picture of the horse and then my face dropped. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And he was like, "No, no, no, no that's not." Me. He was like, but "Yeah, that is what it is." He's like, "But my." Baby. Is on uploading ideas to the brain. Oh, I'm back finally. Like, oh, exactly. Exactly. I can't so tell if I'm high or you are. Oh, is Logan's mic just chilling off? No, it, he's, it, he's playing something. You can't hear it? And I was like, oh my God. Logan, you may have to leave for him to hear you, brother. He's been having issues with his mic. Just yeah. run it if other people could hear it. I mean, could everyone else hear it? Yeah, I can. Yes. Yeah. But it's soft. Sorry, guys. It's very soft, brother. It, I mean, it's really don't, soft. Don't reset it for me, then. Just keep throwing it. Logan, when is that from? That's from uh, my space. Like, uh, I don't know. When was that? Like, six months ago? Fuck. Eight months ago? Yeah, it was no, that was like back. November of last yeah. year, maybe? I think it was last year, bro. That was a wild space. Was I there? Uh, I don't, okay, I so. now. Okay. Astral... Old vet Tupa was in there. Yeah, well, I guess all of us that are here now. Damn, I don't remember last year, bro. I barely remember yesterday. Damn, that's tight. Shit. Look, here we are. Circle, perfect. When it circle. comes to spaces, I I can't because we, we did so many when we first started. Like me, Tupa, and Matt back in the day. All I remember is Diana Pasolka and fucking Gary Nolan eating chips. That's like my clearest memories of spaces. <laughs> Gary Nolan ate chips with us the whole fucking conversation, bro. <laughs>
They were veggie strong. That was hilarious, dude. And he totally shut me down and asked about Kit Green and retro causality. It was fucking. He's like, I'm friend. I have. Right, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I have the best, if I can find it, best photo ever of me and Gary. Well, wait. Oh, my Info, God. like, whenever you were talking about retro causality, like, if you look at um, Ed May's uh, paper, like, he believes in retro causality. No, I, 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 that's the one thing when it comes to this whole time space tech we're starting to like unfold. I, like, that, that affects my heart. I, I believe in like um, retro causality and, and not predeterminism and stuff, but like, like, I don't know. I just believe in almost the, uh, the, the potential for man to one day control his own time. I believe in that almost more than UFOs, if that's cool to say. But yeah, that's, it's a real, like, deeply, profoundly affects me when I read about time, space, and shit, dude. Check it out in the nest, man. Me and Dr. Nolan have some very unfortunate lighting hitness in some very unfortunate places. Oh, so I just posted at the top, like, uh, that thing I was just playing. Uh, it was from November 2nd, last year. Wow. And, uh, yeah. What? That's pretty close to now to bring it. Yeah, that's cool. Synchronicities, man. Sorry. What, um, I remember I got it. Did you guys ever see the movie about the guy that was uh, remote viewing with Ben Kinsley? Is it Agent Zero? Dude, I have, and I actually really like that movie. Yeah, that was pretty cool. With the FBI? And he ends up being... Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, uh, it was like a space like that. Somebody recommended it. But... Bro, crazy you said that, right? Because I remember when it came out specifically, because I once wrote a short story about a serial killer who hunts serial killers. And then that movie comes out, right? Completely different in a way, but you know what I'm saying? No, I get it. Dexter? You ever released that story you wrote? No, I didn't, man. I, I actually may go find it because I didn't even think about it, man. I literally wrote it. It was serial killer who hunts fucking serial killers. And I promised within three days, I'm like, they stole my shit, man. And I was just like, that's crazy. I guess I just ruined this movie for everybody. Sorry. Yeah, I, I really think there's a lot of, like, a valid concept is, you know, under Reagan, not that whole alien speech. I was making fun of that yesterday. But under Reagan, there was a lot of, like, um, studies on kinetic weapons. I always wonder if, like, you know, sometimes mis- like discoveries happen on mistake, and I, I wonder if they discovered like the 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 valid potential of levitation through sound, and um, you know, because of a mistake, and 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 their equipment started getting way better at a certain point, and um, you know, I just I see a lot of like in China, there's a study on an elf, but it's not related to sound; it's it's electronic levitation something, and. Um, and I think sometimes there's potential if you're testing, like they were talking about in their simulations of the warp bubble concepts, the whole thing was really a mistake, you know? Um, even the retro causality, if, if Annie Jacobson's like what she's kind of inc- inc- inclining, is that the word where she's indicating in her book about Kit Green and that whole. Oh, Ed made toward that shit up. He, he did not. He said that, uh, Verona was, was almost sued, uh, Annie Jacobson. He's like, Ed May was like, well, you know, when you were reading that book, how much of how much did she talk about me? I was like, well, not that much. He's like, exactly. She didn't. She didn't really know what she was talking about. I was like, oh, and I think that Sonali uh, Maraha 
like wrote like a response that you can read about like how they felt about Andy Jacobson's book. Not saying that it's a great, it's a good intro book, but he does great. Some, Yo, that lady, you're totally stuff. right because she's missing things because she goes, she goes mostly off of the open source stuff and then meets those people. So, I, but I I agree with you on like a lot of her stuff is like Swiss cheese. I like reading it because even reading it, you're like, hmm, and he thinks of other concepts, you know. But also, she's one thing about her is she's very good at the last chapter, my dude. Like she leaves you fucking hanging in Area 51. She leaves you like hanging at the end of 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 what we're talking about the phenomena when you know she goes over Kit Green and the retro causality and then, all right, well, thank you for listening to this audible. You're like, what the fuck? And uh, so yeah, she's a professional. Like, you know, come check out my next book because I just gave you a great last chapter. Her other, her book on the 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 renditions and stuff, dude. Like some of her more re- military stuff is pretty hardcore dude and, and legit she did a whole book on, on renditions can i add to that piggyback on it and say that my legacy source told me one time all the shit you hear about captives he said the only aliens at area 51 are the ones that want to be there and we i'm going to fast forward to charles hall and the tall whites i'm going to tell you that it's under i'm under the impression that's some legit shit and it it'll explain a little bit and he didn't even have to have a security clearance. If you haven't, he's got a volume one through five. It's called Millennial Hospitality, but there's a lot of podcasts. So I'll post some of those. And he, he was just a liaison between what he calls the tall whites and us and the government, right? And he had pretty much carte blanche. The government wasn't controlling it. Again, one man's treaty is another man's surrender. So I'm also under the impression treaties are real for a reason. Yeah, I'm never cool with this the suppressor beings concept not, not that i don't believe it is if it's real it's it's a first strike thing for me but there's uh i i really like uh, you know on the subject of the beings or any you know any of that deep discussion i i like definitely i just you know a believer in like frac like the the factions concept if, if it's all real then it's too the space is too big for just like one version to be here but then um i also really like michael masters you know and I got to talk to him a few times because of school and stuff. And I guess like him and my professor like knew each other or something. So like Michael Masters and the extra tempestrials came up a lot, dude. And it's 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 like it that affects you pretty like that theory holds a lot of weight because like, dude, I had to watch uh, a lot of quantum computer, like a lot of like seminars on that. And I remember I'll never forget when this Chinese kid was like, we're trying to find God. And I was like, motherfucker. And, and I don't think that they're joking, you know, um, and, and, and so when I, why I'm saying that is because like at a certain point deep inside of us, like if I, if my car could go back and like, just observe, Hey, just observe old vet meeting Gary Nolan, you might just see me as an orb flying in the sky and I would fucking do it, you know? So I really like Michael masters and uh, that concept, but if that's real, I also like, it leads me to the other, like, you know, the darker realm of theory, like what if us farther down the line are united but real pieces of shit <laughs> like it's well funny. info um like you can look at it later on but um like it like i don't know exactly what uh um uh gary nolan said but this is uh i'll, I'll post i posted it up top but i'll post it in the nest um what um uh, about precognition and I just thought of precognition. 
And, uh, yeah, like Ed May is probably the leading expert and has done the, I mean, he was the director for um, the Stargate program after Hal Puthoff. So if he says it, I mean, the guy's done more more research than anyone else that we could probably talk to. So, and uh, all that I did post uh, on the biomarkers for like, exposure to like radio frequency stuff and it's at top and it's in the nest and the red purple pill so you can check it out uh yeah no i i just noticed too the pyramids up there thanks for posting i love black pyramid concept I, like love yeah hey so check this out i was always curious if like somehow if our government if let's say an ahi anomalous health injury did something in a human, created some kind of a mutation in a human, right? And this is just speculation. Let's say Rendlesham. Why is why is uh, his records being kept secret? When I was for the record, right, writing for the record, we interviewed him and he talks about this. And I always wondered if the government found out some shit like that, what they would do with some shit like that. That that just kind of blows my mind. And the other thing, what the hell was I going to just talk about other than that? I was going to jump. Go ahead and take it back out. No, nah, dude, I, Rendlesham's awesome. I just like, man, I don't struggle with it. I just wonder if it was like, so I, there really is open source concepts or real projects about affecting DNA with light. And um, it's been around a little bit. And, and when I look at Rendlesham and then you guys brought up the, psycho, the psychotronics I call them the cubes because in the do- in a lot of the documents the Soviets refer to them as these cubes, um, and like when when he discusses the whole shape of that quote unquote craft, he never saw that flying. He saw that on the ground, and it emitted extreme light. And I always wonder if it was just like the fucking Soviets testing something really crazy. But uh, yeah, I, I was a that was I I love Rendlesham's story though, man. Um, Fuck, dude. Like, I wish we got a really good film that that made you feel it. Like, sort of like Fire in the Sky on that. That video you shared, old vet, uh, like the, it looks like a light being there in Peru. Yeah, that reminds me of, um, you remember the end of Contact? Where, like, uh, the girl's dad's, like, walking down the beach, and he, he looks just like that, doesn't he? Like, some kind of, like, light. Yo. Dude. What's the other thing? Oh my God! Hold on, I'm sorry. I just had a brain fart on the name of the. What's the? There's a movie on it. The the kids in Spain. What is? What happened? The uh, Mother Mary. Somebody give me the name too. Fatima. You mean important? Fatima. Exactly. So I, I. It's really crazy that like the light being from Fatima and talking about retro causality or the potential for man to time travel. For me, this is just a personal thing I've kind of like in my brain from watching all this stuff, because. I don't know if anybody remembers that full tale. Like they, they, the kid like uh, prophesied or said that the Pope was going to be assassinated. And um, so, you know, fast forward forever later. And um, the, the, the U S was trying to really get Pope John Paul to start appealing to the Soviets. And um, he was, you know, they're kind of in the middle about it. And then an assassination was attempted on his life. And supposedly, like, he felt affected not just because it happened, but because it was prophesied and, and the church really has a belief in the Fatima interaction. But what a perfect way to, like, change the course of history than to get the Pope involved, obviously, because that affected everything after that. 
and uh, so I just have a, a bit of a time traveler concept on the on the Pope theory. Well, that's the that's the reason some people took the lady very serious. I I think I made a post one time about the lady, and um, like when uh, Jim Simivan was talking about it, and I, I talked to Diana Pasolka, and asked, was we were asking about the lady, and you know the the Catholic Church is you know posted the. Uh, the actual letter that one of the the children um, wrote, and later on she became a nun, and they unsealed it, and she's like, "Yeah, that was, I wrote that," and so it was a confirmation of, um, you know, that hopefully one day would bring people to Christ, and that's why it was, you know, looked at the Soviet Union because they were. Um, you know, against uh, Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm kidding. (laughs) It is interesting, man. It's fucking nuts, that whole whole scenario. We need a black period. It happened in, what, 1917? Those kids died uh, two years later. Yeah, but there were three uh, kids, and some of no, them. I know. The one of them, say, um, one of them survived a long time. She became a nun. Didn't that match the prophecy they were given? They were told that two of them would die young. They both died of the uh, the Spanish flu or whatever that was happening at the time, and then the um, the oldest one was told she would grow be like very old, and she was a nun. I'm I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and look it at needs it. A, that, that story needs another cinematic take because the first movie is like kind of, it's just tough, man, to, to make it through the whole thing. But it's also just very convenient later, later, later in history. It, it becomes like oddly convenient that somebody appealed to children because back then no adult would have came forward. I don't really believe it, even in Spain, that whole story. Or maybe they would have tried, but I don't know. And But children definitely would have ran with the story and the story grew and then grew into the seed they needed. It's maybe I'm watching too many time travel movies, but anyway, that was, it's a very interesting concept. There's a lot of weird shit around the Vatican. We all always know it. We bring it up in spaces. And I was talking about it earlier with, was it with you old vet? I was in a space really early and Oh, bringing up the Pope's exorcist, that movie and how I recently learned like, that guy supposedly really knew the whereabouts and what happened to the girl. They did the documentary on Netflix about Vatican girl. And, um, it's nuts, dude. Cause it, supposedly that guy really touched the fire when it came to whatever darkness is out there. And I actually compartmentalized that separate from, um, us. I mean, from the beings, the other concept. And I do that because like there's room. All of them. And, um, Maybe that's why we're so observed because there's some fucking there's the, some grounded reality here and, and positivity and love and then some true ever pervading darkness that could be just a, a detached to Terra like here Earth. Hey, info, are you gonna go to the UFO Twitter week? Did you buy tickets? Nah, man, I, I dude, I can't even get to jujitsu because. I'm really attached to my fucking kids and not a helicopter way, dude. My kids live an independent and fun childhood. I just, I don't like leaving yet. So no. 
Thanks for bragging on some of us who just getting a divorce, bro. Appreciate that. I had a divorce, no, dude. I'm, I know I'm messing with you, dude. I'm young. I got married young, and I had a divorce, and it was miserable, dude. That's so. That, I'm sorry. That was the worst segue ever. There's humor and a segue, and I messed it up. <laughs> nah, you know right? what? So let's make it positive. Without your endeavors and your concepts, you wouldn't be here. So motivated to talk to people and. I agree. And then me, I, I agree. I, I would never have my son if I didn't get divorced and my daughter. I would never have my wife. I, you know, like sometimes my 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 Soviet my my in laws, my Soviet in laws. Sometimes I love calling them that. They don't mind it, but like they don't understand concepts like my my stepmom. Like over there, stepmom still like like books like an evil woman, and she and my life, my stepmom, I call my mom. You know, um, and another thing was they didn't understand how. Like, like the way I am with my children or, or like, they always go like, Oh, what if your dad was still around? I could always, what if you went to college earlier, you know? And dude, then I wouldn't be here with you guys or, or have what I have. So yeah, dude, just, it's okay. You got divorced. At least you don't, you're still a good looking dude, Shane. You know, I appreciate that. And I know that now my uh, alien overlords, they told me last night during the abduction. That's why they take me. Cause I look good. That you know what segue, I don't know why everybody keeps ignoring the fact that aliens take people, if it's real, right? Yeah, it seems to be very yeah, ignored. Fact, can I point this out? Wonder why they take people. I project, but, but it's still all right, dude. I don't want to go into the not. Nah, we could go into the projects. I don't. I, no hybridization. But I, let me get to my segue. UFO Twitter week's coming up, everybody. <laughs> without, there we go. Without, Thank you for space. Without, um, I just it 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 literally gets jumped over every time the, the 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 taken concept and and the thing is like if we did that to each other or when that does happen to each other that's a fucking like a criminal offense on a whole nother level but when it comes to this subject matter people start getting like the sort of like the kidnapper syndrome like whatever that's called i always forget but it, it's you know oh at first this was terrifying but then i found stockholm a syndrome stockholm syndrome stockholm man and stockholm is is for some reason missing in a lot of ufo culture today like the subject of discussing like why why are you making it sound like it was okay for you to get taken from your home to feel levels of fear that give you waves of fear forever and 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 trauma can be good but this is a type of trauma that's beyond your your mental understanding and so like to me like that 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 there needs to be an, that that still needs to be a, a, a matter of fact as a matter of fact, the earliest reports were like pretty vicious abductions, at least of modern day. Like back in the day, you had whatever, but it's and they all sound horrible, dude. And and so I, I struggle with like why we don't bring that up enough, like the the universal illegality of taking away my freedom. I'll say that Whitley Stryber actually says, you know, he he doesn't get to that either, and he says it's rape essentially, right? And I get it; people joke about it and stuff like that. But if it's real and people are going through it, imagine how that is. No, that's exactly what I. You know, I'm very empathetic, man, and I'm like, you know, I read Barney. Yo, if you hear Barney Hill's hypnotist, these fucking people came out at a time when you didn't come out with your your white wife. You didn't come to the police if you're interracial. That took tremendous amounts of bravery. And then when you hear his fucking like screams, dude, there's it was not fake. And then to try to like, you know, more people lately are like, you know, I want to find a reason this happened to me in a positive light. Nah, these motherfuckers took me and I'm going to make my, my life positive since then. But I, I wouldn't, you know, 
like keep going with the whole uh these beings of peace man it's just it's too convenient and 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 if you think about the like let's say tw- let's say we met aliens tomorrow it's really hard for me to conceptualize anything but v for vendetta i mean not v for vendetta but just v the 80s v because how do you take over 7 billion people and get them to jump in line with you we don't even do that now like for each other and i don't mean that in a way again it was just a huge this planet is huge it's very big and so to come here even with a systematic hybridization like you're discussing you're talking a millennia to make it really fucking work man and I don't like it. I want a war about it. Well, if there was an aerosolized, uh, look how fast, um, you know, COVID spread. And, you know, if you look at um, Colin Kelleher's um, research on retrotransposons for human bodily transformation, when he was with the National Institute for Discovery Science, Bigelow's Institute, or, you know, yeah, Bigelow's Institute back in the day, um, you know, certain uh, rare... Uh, genetics could be passed on if um, you know it got airborne and went into space and that was you know one of the reasons they were looking into um, some of these aerosolized uh, vectors for um, retrotransposons which are jumping genes hey real quick to retweet the space before we get to voodoo I wanted to say voodoo I get excited about this topic. I want to know I like what you have to say. I'm not like normal people. So if it sounds like I'm arguing, I'm not. I value, So I don't want you to think that I'm saying you're wrong or anything like that, right? I enjoy this. I'm glad you're here, especially bringing what you bring to the table. So, dude, go ahead. No, I love the conversation, and uh, I love your passion. You know, I think we need more passion in this uh, conversation. Um, what I was going to say about, you know, uh, what was previously mentioned about the, uh, I guess, abduction experience uh, phenomena is I think why it is so uncomfortable to talk about um, is because of maybe the truths um, that it reveals, and I think when you look at the overall, uh, you know, information that is presented uh, through the firsthand accounts of the experiencers or of the contactees, um, is that we may not be in charge. You know, what we think of as our freedom or what we think of as uh, free will, um, those may be uh, uniquely human constructs that in the greater reality, what we think of free will or what we think of, um, as freedom may not exist. And kind of going back to, you know, what, um, uh, I believe it was Jacques Vallée. I'm pretty sure it was Jacques Vallée who said, you know, that, um, UFOs or the UAP or the uh, intelligence behind UFOs and UAP, uh, they may be behind creating what we perceive as reality. And so that's a very uncomfortable truth for people to come to terms with, you know, and it may or may not be nefarious, you know, very similar to how we go into the forests and we go into nature and we tag animals, we study animals, you know, they may, uh, you know, the animal may not like it in the moment uh, until they're released. 
but there is a ulterior motive that that animal being studied has no concept of you know they are unable to perceive the intent of you know the scientist or uh they're unable to perceive the intent of the thing that is doing uh, the capturing or, you know, the thing that is in charge of, you know, taking, uh, that animal. And we may be in a very similar situation where your thoughts, you know, are not your own, you know, they may be able to read our thoughts just like, you know, uh, as it was mentioned with Meg, you know, or MK ultra, I think that is kind of what MK ultra or, you know, some of these, um, uh, psychokinetic weapons or psychokinetic technologies reveal is that what we think of as privacy, you know, your own thoughts in your own head, um, that electromagnetic energy is actually emanating outside of our skulls, outside of our bodies. And if you have, you know, certain technology that is sensitive enough, you can pick up on that. And we may just be now kind of uh, on the precipice of understanding what that looks like. But o overall, you know, what we perceive as our own individual identity may just be an illusion. And the reality that we all exist in you know, we may not be in charge of that. And, you know, the, the abduction phenomena, the experience phenomena, I think that's why it's so important to focus on, you know, um, because of the levels of consciousness that may exist. And, you know, we may be a lower level of consciousness and they may look down at us um, or they may be trying to understand, you know, how our consciousness works, you know, in this reality. And that's that's not a comfortable thing for people to, you know, uh, grasp. You know, that's not an easy pill to swallow. And I think it raises, you know, some very important, maybe existential questions about not only, you know, uh, the nature of reality, but what is our place, you know, in that hierarchy of, you know, non-human intelligence. Well, real, electron, you, you, well real quick, because you were you were SIGINT one time, I think you said, and there was something called Mind Science Foundation, not Mind Science Foundation. Um, darn it. It was um, Mankind uh, something unlimited. But they were they were some they had some serious um, like studies going on with like, um, you know, when the Russians were doing curly in photography and stuff this group was trying to create like wireless EEG stuff. And if you read UFOs of God, whenever um, Chris Bledsoe is going through some, some security, he's like, Hey, think of a song or something because uh, it would keep you from, you know, certain EEGs from popping up, like, you know, lie detector or something like that. Cause they want to find out, you know, create a, uh, like a wireless lie detector. And so some of those technologies have been studied for a long, long time. Um, I am with the whole family in 10 seconds. So I have to end the space. And, old vet, I'm super sorry, dude. I'd like for you to... Dude, I know about a wireless lie detector. But I guess you're going to have to wait. I'm not yep. even fucking around. But 
please, because uh, I wouldn't do this unless I have to walk in now. No, you're fine. I appreciate the space, hey, brother. Go ahead, thanks for hosting it, bro. The stories. I of, think I might start a space. The stories of past courage can teach. They can offer hope. They can provide inspiration. They cannot supply courage itself. For this, each man must look into his own soul. And that's JFK, man. And so if nobody told you today, I love you and have a good night. Let's start a space. Great space. Thanks.